Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the voice of the Cape 91.3 I'm Aslam Qasim with you on that side of the mic we have Motimo and Hisham Salasa making sure that they press all the right buttons it's a lovely afternoon and we're asking and we're requesting you to send through your SMS's our guest for this afternoon is Mola Sabri Davids Imam at Masjid Thani once again it's the Imam at Masjid Thani that's Mola Sabri Davids and we always love having Mola on radio as um, a very valuable advice for our married couples. So if you do have any question that you want like to post to Molana, you're most welcome to do so on 47913. Send through those SMSs. It's 47913 uh, with your questions and um, about uh, marriages, about relationships, and that being the focus of our program for this afternoon. As per usual, that's the Sunday afternoon marriage program where we take a look at everyone's marriages. Inshallah, just join us here on the Voice of the Cape. Um, hope you will have a splendid time uh, with us this afternoon up until Zuhr, inshallah. That's with myself and Mullah Sabri Davids. And uh, we will be taking your questions, inshallah, related to the badges. And then also we hope that you had a splendid um, uh, Ramadan thus far. I know it's coming to the end now. But uh, remember that uh, continue making dua and continue using these last moments for our ibadah. And uh, let us not, uh, it's no time to relax right now. No time to relax and not exactly time to be spending in the malls and to spending in the shopping areas and and that type of um, uh, time to spend. Let us spend it still um, making ibadah, reciting Quran and doing as much as we possibly can, inshallah. Let us greet our honorable and respected and beloved Mullah Sabri for now. And inshallah, we'll be waiting on those uh, SMSs, inshallah. Mullah Sabri David, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And assalamu alaikum to the listeners as well. And uh, yes, indeed, the last few hours of Ramadan, a sad time indeed it is for the entire ummah. Mm-hmm. Definitely a sad time, Molana. Um, Molana, we do hope that uh, you are well, Molana, and you had a uh, blessed and a very fruitful and effective Ramadan for this year. Allah ma'amin, yes, Molana. Alhamdulillah, Ramadan has come, and as soon, as quick as it has arrived, just as quick it has uh, left us. And in a matter of hours, uh, the Ramadan will be gone. And we thank Allah for having given us once again an opportunity in the form of Ramadan to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And indeed it is even a sadder time, Alana, mm-hmm. and I, if, if, with, your, with your blessing, and of course I'm sure you will not have any objection, uh, mm-hmm. and the listeners as well. It is even a sadder time when we are going to have a joyous day whilst our brothers and sisters in Gaza Allah and in Allah. Palestine yeah. are not going to have yes. an Eid a celebration as such. They will have an ordinary day. They will have an ordinary Monday or an ordinary Allah. Tuesday. Uh, it will not be a joyous time for them. It will rather be a time of great of sadness. But indeed our hearts are with them and I want our, uh, to request the entire Ummah that as we walk to the masjid tomorrow morning, Molana, mm-hmm. with our children, as our fathers take the hands of their children and walk to masjid tomorrow morning, I want them to remember that out there in Gaza, there are children who had the same dream, who had the same desire and the same wish for their fathers to take them with to masjid mm-hmm. on, a, on, on, on a day. But because of of what has happened because of the atrocities of the evil Zionists they are, have been deprived of this opportunity to hold the hand of their father on a day mm-hmm. indeed I, I requested 
on Jumu'ah and I requested our Musallis to have this picture, this scene in our minds as we proceed to the Masjid on Eid day. Mm-hmm. And then again, there might be a father who will be holding the hands of his son, both beautifully dressed. And then somewhere in Gaza, there's a father who had the same dream of holding the hand of his son, walking with him to the masjid to go make takbir and salatul Eid. Mm-hmm. And then that father's dream was shattered because of a bomb or a missile that took away his child. Oh. And so this is the opening yes. sentiment that we wish to mm-hmm. uh, open with. That we need to, it will, I, in our masjid newsletter, we have stated that Eid cannot be Eid without uh, having any, any consideration, any thought, any sympathy for the people of Gaza. It cannot be true Eid. Mm-hmm. It cannot be La Barang Molana if we are not going to think about them, true. if we are not going true. to do whatever we can, mm-hmm. if we are not going to contribute to the, to the convoys that will be leaving shortly. In fact, over this weekend, there's a convoy of gift of the givers leaving, and also the um, the Africa 2 medical aid convoy will also be leaving soon. Mm-hmm. We must contribute. We must put our hands deep in our pockets and deep in our wallets. In fact, Molana, one has to go to as far as saying that we mustn't put the hand in the wallet. We must give the entire wallet towards mm-hmm. these causes, inshallah. True, and so in this, we're thinking that whilst we are having issues and problems and, and, and marriage matters that face us, these people don't have marriages anymore. Mm-hmm. Whilst we are, we are, uh, you know, we have huge arguments over nitty-gritty, over food, over clothing, over homes, those people don't have food. Those people don't have a choice of krifnika, mm-hmm. a choice of so many different aknis, a choice of so many different cakes and puddings and desserts. Those people have the mere necessity and the mm-hmm. bare necessity. Whilst also means Ankhat Molana, the mm-hmm. malls are full, jam-packed, I guarantee you, jam-packed. And you all see Muslims, and mashallah, this is a beautiful spirit also. But at the same time, let us not focus so much on these, uh, you know, one almost wants to say these desires. And let us rather focus on our brothers and sisters in Gaza who don't have. Mm-hmm. And even right under our noses, there are those who do not have the necessary. And so therefore, respected friends and respected listeners, let us be considerate, sympathetic, and let us think that, that what we can do, we have two weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. and that is called our right hand and our left hand. Let us lift those to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help and, and alleviate and indeed free Palestine and free Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa from the hands of the Kuffar, of the evil Jews, of the Zionists into the hands of the Muslims, Allahumma Amin. So inshallah, Mawlana, we hope to set the, the mood in that kind of way as we draw to a close this beautiful month of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And as we look forward to a joyous Eid, inshallah, yes, whether it's going to be tomorrow or Tuesday, any which way it's going to be, any day, we look forward to a joyous Eid, inshallah, Allahumma amin. Amin, amin. Definitely that's a tearful start that Maulana put us on Allah right now, Allah. a tone, but uh, it's definitely a needed one as we know the uh, what our brothers and sisters have to endure in those parts of the world. Maulana, um, well, we're going to go straight into our program now, see the SMSs are streaming in. You remember the SMS line, it's 479. We're taking your questions and we're looking at your marriages and what we can do to make that successful, inshallah, with the grace of Allah, obviously. Um, the first question here, Molana, it reads, um, Salam, Molana, husband has two wives. How should he spend Eid? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, indeed, uh, that, that, that uh, is uh, a, a, a concern. 
that uh, how do you spend Eid? My suggestion to that brother is that follow Quran, and and once we follow Quran, once we stick to Quran, we can never go wrong. So my suggestion is that uh, you will obviously be with the one that you're supposed to be on the night prior to Eid, and obviously you will get up from that home that, uh, on, on Eid day. So obviously you will leave then. Uh, for, 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 for masjid, etc. And then uh, you return. And then uh, my suggestion is, given that you have left from that home for masjid, and then you come back maybe, have then uh, the half of a, the half a day, spend with the one wife and that family, and then the other half spend with the other wife and the other family. And then the brother's going to say, yeah, but now what about lunchtime? So my suggestion is, ask both of them to compromise with you, whether one can have lunch half an hour early, perhaps and the other one can have lunch half an hour later perhaps and then instead of eating your complete four at uh, one you know maybe you just eat a little bit from the one and a little bit from the other we must remember that a marriage with two wives or three wives it whilst it is you know all the sharia aspects are there but it is a very emotional thing when it comes to days like eat birthdays etc because now the man finds himself is what 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 number one but it's number two's birthday and number two feels very emotional you understand now it is eight also you understand and uh, both of them want him there and uh, then i would suggest that you handle it very carefully with kid gloves and try to be fair as far as you possibly can and the best way to be fair is half half on that particular day and make them understand that each one both has a hug over the husband uh, no one has a particular hug that it's my hug that he must be with me on e-day nor is it her hug that he must be with her on e-day both have a right to have him with them to enjoy and, and participate with him you know this joyous day of Eid inshallah but mm-hmm. again do it with wisdom don't do it with arguments you know and don't do it with fighting but explain to both that whilst you have that desire that I must be with you, so too does number two have the desire that I must be with her. And inshallah, if we can even have all of them together at one time, it will be even better, although that is very unlikely, but that is, of course, the ideal. Uh, but inshallah, try to have it half-half at least. Spend half the day with the one and half the day with the other. The other suggestion also is that perhaps tell the one, okay, this Eid I will spend with you, and I said, kom bila baran khaji, da gaat ek wees aan ander Misschien kan dat ook weer. Misschien dat Allah toe laat You know, om te komen. You understand? Allahu Akbar. So yes, indeed, it must be handled with wisdom. Inshallah, Allah Amin. Amin. That's uh, that's definitely an excellent uh, extra wisdom there, perhaps for for the two. For the two I'm sure our uh, our quick caller or our rather our SMS is uh, happy with that with that answer inshallah well no, the, the, the following one it says uh, what if a mother does not want the father to see his children okay bismillah rahman rahim no mother in this dunya has the right to withhold the right of the father or to refuse the right of the, that the father has to see his children. No mother in this dunya has that right. It is a Allah-given, God-given right, and no one can deny the father the right to see his children. Mm-hmm. Whether the father pays nafaka or whether the father does not pay nafaka, Allah will deal with him. Allah will judge him, and Allah will give the appropriate measurement. But we do not have the right. Uh, I apologize, Molana, just one uh, half second. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
<laughs> so yes, you may send in your questions. We do apologize. Well, I just um, on four seven nine one three. That's our questions, uh, and we're speaking today to Molnar Sabri Davids, who always uh, gives us excellent and valuable advice when it comes to marriages. Yes, Molina. So yes, just coming back to the answer, Molina, and I apologize for that cough. It is that time of the year where the flu is quite, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very present. Yes, and uh, we do have a cough too, and we apologize for that. Um, just coming back to the question at hand. So the mother does not have the right to refuse the child, the father to see his children, whether he pays or not. The West has it that if the father doesn't pay uh, maintenance, the mother has the right to refuse visitation and all these things. This is not in Islam. In Islam, he is the father, he is the bloodline, he is the lineage. If it's a daughter, he's the wakil, even of the sons for that matter. And so she's got no right, absolutely no right whatsoever. In fact, it is a way of using the children as pawns in the marriage, and this is incorrect. And uh, the children grow up to say that my father was absent. Often, my Molana, often mm. the father is not absent. Often the father's presence in the life of the children is refused by the mother. She uses the children uh, to, 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 uh, to turn them against the father, causing hatred. And eventually the child mm. grows up to believe that my father was not here for us and my father this and my father that. Mm-hmm. But it is the mother who kept the father away. So mm. it is not correct. Yeah. Well, we're going to go for a ad break. And when we come back once again, we will be joined with, uh, by Mala Sabri Davids. Uh, so you may send your questions, inshallah. <laughs> Lovely track there in the background. Uh, given to us there by Motimo. Um, listen for these next questions, inshallah. Remember, it's 47913. You can send us through your SMSs, whatever it is that you want to speak to us about. And we have our Molina Sobri Davids giving us invaluable advice once again with regards to our marriages and relationships. I see the following SMS. It says, Salam Shukran for Nasrana program. Always brilliant shows and programs. Also, your programs very informative. Molina Shukran. For your time, your sacrifice, and may all our families in Gaza and elsewhere be protected. I mean, I mean, indeed. The next one, Molana, uh, Assalamu Alaikum. We're back again. Molana, there's uh, some questions. I have to get used to this telephonic link up because usually we have Molana in studio, but today we have Molana linked up uh, via no telephone. Molana, I'm all ears. I'm all ears, mashallah. <laughs> yes, inshallah. There's another one here. Yeah, I'll probably share this with uh, with Molana. I'll send uh, Molana a message. It's a person that says, Assalamu shukran for this program. Alhamdulillah. I just want Molana to please add me to WhatsApp or BBM. And uh, for all the advice, and then the person gives the number. So I'll forward that to to Molina um, yes, after no the program, or yes, uh, after the program, inshallah. No Following one says, um, "Salam, Molina. I'm okay." The person gives the name, so I don't know. I don't think. Okay, let me not rather not mention the person's name. Salam, Molina. I've been separated from my husband for seven months now due to abuse um, from. Um, I'm going to divorce him now. He's demanding him now. He's demanding. Okay, I'm just reading as as how I see this message. Um, so if it do do sound slightly inaudible, it's um, because I'm I'm reading it as I see it. So here we go. Salam Olana. I've been separated from my husband for seven months 
now due to abuse from him. I'm going to divorce him now. He's demanding, taking all the appliances. Um, what can I do? Kanala, shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, first of all, no abuse must be tolerated in any marriage at any point. And this needs to be stated in, 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 in no uncertain terms, that if there is abuse in a marriage, and it is, it is, it is amazing, it is disgusting, the abuse figures, uh, whilst one is unable to supply any figures, you know, in terms of statistics, but I can very well assure you that I speak for myself, and I'm sure I speak for many, many imams, and imams, uh, and sheikhs, and molanas, who have the same problem in that uh, matters of abuse coming forth and, and coming to them. Mm-hmm. So that uh, I want to tell the lady that yes, indeed, if you have been abused, go forward. Do not keep quiet. That is the starting point. Do not keep quiet about abuse. Do not do not absorb abuse. Do not tolerate abuse. And at no point, do not ever ever condone abuse. And silence is condoning. If I keep quiet about abuse, I'm condoning the abuse. I'm part of the evil. Uh, that then said also, if the husband in Islam, we greatly uh, promote the anti-nuptial arrangement in a marriage. Uh, essentially, that means what is his is his and what is hers is hers. Yeah. So what he has uh, uh, entered the marriage uh, into with and what he has acquired in the marriage, if it is his property, if it, it, it is his property. Um, and he has the right to take it. And similarly, if the wife has pur- uh, purchased something, it, re- it belongs to her, and, and, and there cannot be any negotiation or argument about that. However, my dear sister, if that is the way, uh, and I want to say if that is how narrow he, he is thinking in terms of taking all worldly things such as appliances, then let him do that. If that is the price that you have to pay, to get out of the abuse, then pay that price. Worldly goods you will always get again. You can always get another stove even if it is a second hand one. You can always get another fridge even if it is a used one. You can always get another microwave even if it is one that someone has given you as a gift or someone that has said take this. These things will come. Don't be too concerned about these things. If however you have purchased any of those, then of course you have the right to claim them, you have the right to keep them because it is yours. But often, when it comes to a breakup, then the entire marriage, the entire breakup, the entire abuse is narrowed down to ek vat my koi, ek vat my kas, en ek vat my stof en my fris, en my wasmachine, en my waslappen saam, en die sip, en die tannepeest, en die ek los vir jou niks. So what? If that is the price to pay to get away from abuse, then so be it. Then rather... If, if that then is what he's thinking, give him. That only, unfortunately, says a lot about what he is thinking. I am of the opinion that we as men, Molana, mm-hmm. we as men, we can, we can survive. Yes. We can find a job. We can sleep under a stair somewhere. But let us not be cowards to the wife. After we've abused them uh, and we leave them and then we still want to be coward, you know, and taking everything that she can possibly have a comfortable life with. Mm. I mean, are we real men in that way? Maybe we should think about that. Maybe we should become real men and say, okay, man, I'm the man. I can survive. I can find my way. She's a lady. She's probably, uh, she probably has the children with her. And it is difficult for a lady, more difficult for a lady than for a man to find a place to, to acquire uh, you know uh, uh, those goods which is which is needed to live mm-hmm. a comfortable life, but if that my dear sister the uh, my conclusive answer is if that is the price that you have to pay, 
to get away from your abuser and from the abuse, then be happy with that. Then say, Alhamdulillah, well, Jerry, good day for it. Maar ek gaat die laat sê vir my nog een dag extra abuse nie. Of nog een maand of nog een week jou abuse die ons daar nie. Vat die goed. En miskien kan jy die goed abuse. Als jy gaat die mee vir my abuse nie. Shukran Maulana. Yes, definitely Maulana. Um, there's another one. Let me go into that quickly. Uh, it's, uh, it says here, um, what, if, what if the child is conceived out of wedlock? Do have any say over the child or do the father of girl have the say? Canela advice. Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim We know that from a Sharia perspective that if the child was born out of wedlock and it's an illegitimate child and it is a girl, then that father is he's lost the right to ikala, you understand? He's not the wakil of the child. And of course also the right to inheritance is also the Allah takes away that right of inheritance. Yeah. Often what happens in our context, Mawlana, in our situation, the girl becomes hamil, may Allah save all our youngsters, may Allah save them from this evil of zina. Mm-hmm. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save them from this uh, dreadful disease or this dreadful evil, this dreadful sin that breaks up society bit by bit. Uh, but if in the event, often it happens that the girl becomes hamil and then they get married. Mm-hmm. Now you understand, the father at least, whilst he has committed the sin and it's, the mother is just as to be blamed, because it takes two to tangle, Molana. Mm-hmm. Um, after all, he did not, if, it, if, if he forced her, it would have been rape. Yes. And that would have uh, constituted her the right to make a case of rape. Mm. But obviously it takes two to tangle, so uh, we go from that premise. Despite him having lost the right of wikala and inheritance, far from a fatherly perspective, from a family, raising a family perspective, he tried to to, to patch up where he went wrong when he got married to the mother. And then subsequent to that, they may have started a family. Just because Allah has taken away that right does not give the, the child the right to say, or the wife the right to say that, He still has that fatherly responsibility in terms of support. And I always say this, Molana, that whilst the lineage goes to the mother, we still have this responsibility as men that waters vulga maak het maak ons schoon man ons is die kou we don't leave the girl there is no pregnant ek loop weg van jou nie we don't do that this is not who we should be this is not who men are true men will take responsibility hy toe ga jou vorm ga enjoy hy toe lekker ga kree en op klakte praat man hy toe lekker ga kree so hy moet vat die responsibility but it is not for the mother to say jy het die rechte oor die kind nie oor die kind om te sê jy sê my legitimate pa nie Mm-hmm. You're still the father. Yes. And the father, as a father, as a person, as a human being, he still has the right to guide the child, to protect the child, and to give the child guidance for life. Mm. And, 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 and so therefore, if he needs to reprimand the child, whether she's illegitimate or not, he must reprimand her. Just as one would reprimand the child of your neighbor, the child of your friend, the child of your brother, so too one has that right as adults in Islam, we have a collective responsibility and a collective right because the children of Islam, in Islam, the children are everybody's children. Mm. The, the, my neighbor's children are my children. My neighbor's issues and problems are my problems. Um, but my neighbor's wife remains my, uh, his wife, that's not my wife. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Yes. So yes, Maulana, that father still has the right 
to have a say in the life of the child mm. in terms of giving a guidance, inshallah. Inshallah. Um, getting to the next question now. Remember the SMS number line, that's 47913. You can send through those SMSs. Mullah Sabri Davids, our uh, Imam at Masjid Uthani, shares uh, invaluable advice with, for us, and that's with regards to marriages. The next question, or rather, well, before I get into the next question, um, some uh, listener has sent in a remedy for the flu. She says, Mawlana and the rest of your CT, uh, may you have a blessed Eid to you as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all our fasting, inshallah, and all our du'as. Um, it says, Mawlana must have a half glass of warm water with fresh lemon juice squeezed every morning on an empty stomach, and it's the best skill for Mawlana's future. Inshallah, for the listener for that uh, uh, advice, inshallah. Mm-hmm. So, warm water and fresh lemon juice. Okay, inshallah. Well, the, the next question it says here um, if a father turns to Christianity, can the mother refuse him to see the children? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, if the father has become a murtad, all right, uh, the marriage is by by virtue of him, by virtue of his ridda, yani his 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 uh, apostasy, hmm. by virtue of him leaving the deen, the marriage is annulled immediately. Okay, uh, there's no need for fasakh or no need for talaq. The marriage is just automatically annulled. That is the first point. The second point is that uh, uh, we are supposed to sever all ties. With a murtad, we have the he has the right or she has the right that we approach them at least three times, but that is the least. If we approach them more, it is fine, uh, and we should approach them more more often than three times only. But if eventually we see that we've approached this person so many times, he or she doesn't want to return, then we say, well, Fabia or Nehmet, this is how it is. We're moving on and uh, we cutting ties with that person and yes of course the mother has the full right to keep that child away from that father because uh, of, of, of this uh, injunction that we should cut ties although the child should know who his father is who his uh, father is and if the child comes of age you understand the child now has a little bit of verstand as the Afrikaans with is then we should inform the child this is why we have kept you away from your father and uh, because your father became a murtad so yes indeed uh, that child should be kept away from the father there mm-hmm. although again we should remember that the child must also be taught to respect the person, although he's a murtad, although he, uh, the person, whether the person is a kafir also, respect must always be taught to a child that I respect any adult and I respect the man as my father. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, then uh, the, the next one, um, uh, remember our questions uh, to our listeners, it's uh, with regards to marriages, but there's one year and I can see, I can feel the, the mom, it's probably very angry right now. Mom says, Assalamu alaikum, my son just had a haircut, now with two V's in the back of his head. I told him to remove it, it's not Islamic. Am I wrong? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Yeah, this is totally, the mother is totally correct in uh, not allowing that kind of haircut. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that there are people who are cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes in Muslim, the kitab of Imam Muslim. Uh, the one person that is called is the uh, Washima, the, 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 the tattooer. 
the one that does tattoos and the one that is being tattooed. Also, the lady that picks the eyebrows, you understand, this is also not permissible in Islam. And similarly, also to have haircuts where the one portion is longer than the other portion, you know, some thick ear and some thin at the back, this is also not permissible in Islam. And so, yes, the mother is totally correct in, in, in reprimanding the son and demanding that you are going to cut your hair either all one length and a decent haircut. But uh, what the V stands for, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone knows what the V stands for. Suffice to say, Molana, that we should bar our children from following the Yahud and the Kufar and the, and the, and the West in their ways. And part of that is, is having haircuts in such a way that, uh, you know, that the, the, the hair represents uh, or, or resembles uh, the hairstyles of the Kufar. So yes, indeed, uh, respected mother, you are completely correct in reprimanding your child. Mm-hmm. The next one, well, um, I think just before, okay, let us take the break very quickly. We're going to go for that break, for the ad break. And uh, when we come back, we still will be with Molana Sabri Davids as Molana share with us uh, advice for our marriages and uh, relationships. So, 47913, we will be with Molana up until till Zuhur, inshallah. <laughs> And this is the marriage program on the voice of the Cape 91.3. I'm Asim Kasim, and with me this afternoon, we have our beloved Molana. That's uh, Mola Sabri Davids with us. And always a pleasure having Molana with us on the, uh, the airways. Um, we're going to give Molana some of the questions that have just come through. I'll just remove the refresh button so that they don't disappear while I'm in the middle of a sentence. Here we go. The next question it says, Molana, follow yes, question. The, the following question, Mullah, it says, I think we had this one before. Uh, if a man wants to take a second wife, can he marry her even if the first wife doesn't want him to? Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim To that respected listener, we will say that the first wife will never want to. Uh, this is a fact of life that no wife really, maybe in the odd, on the odd occasion or two, but no wife really is going to take it with a smile. So, uh, so that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not, not made the second marriage or the third marriage or the fourth marriage dependent on the previous one and uh, dependent on the, on the permission uh, of the previous one. And so uh, we want to state that fact. And, and I think the ladies will agree with me that she will, they will not be happy when, when Haki comes home. So this is what we want to tell the listener. Then, of course, the permission even to get married to the first wife is not needed from anyone. So if the permission to get married from a male side, he doesn't need any permission. So if he doesn't, doesn't need permission to get married in the first instance, instance, he certainly does not uh, need permission from anyone to get married in the second instance. Uh, but again, Molana, I'm saying this um, with the greatest amount of care and respect, that uh, we need to do things with wisdom. Uh, it is not wise. It is, uh, for example, you know, uh, things might be halal, but they, they might not be wise. Uh, one of the things I, or examples I always use is to eat sugar, for example, and this I, I you know, uh, to eat sugar. 
or to eat uh, samosas or to eat anything it, uh, that is permissible, it's not a problem, we can eat it. But to overindulge, mm. this is unwise. It is permissible, but it is unwise. So similarly, to take the second wife, of course it is permissible. <laughs> but the way we go about it should be in a, in, in a wise way. Ons moet hier net eenheid die weke kom en dan vraag aan vir ons, want toe gaat jy nou nie gaat jy, en dan sê gaat jy nie, gaat God trouw, jy nou later. No, we should, it should be a gradual build-up. We should, we should form and mold the thinking pattern of our females, of our spouses, before we just jump into it. We should be ready them and prepare them for the for for when it happens. We should not come with surprises mm. because we will only get in return the anger, disappointment, and hurt. They will feel betrayed. Mm. Our wives should, on the other hand, prepare themselves that their husband is not their property. If it is a phone or a fridge or a car, they have the right to hold on to it for dear life. Husbands is not the property of wives. They are the spouses of wives. And there's a difference between a spouse and property. Mm-hmm. We should not make haram what Allah has made halal. And I want to state this, Molana, that a second wife is not a justifiable or justification, justifiable reason or justification for a fashion nikah. The lady cannot say, No, the lady should actually think in her mind that he loves you so much that he still, he does not want to leave you. He had the choice of making talaq and then taking the other wife, but instead he loves you so much that he prefers to hold on to you until death do you part. Mm-hmm. So do not stand in his way of expressing that love, but at the same time, he has a big heart, he has enough love in that big heart of his for someone else as well. So we, we cannot make haram what Allah has made permissible, and know the permission of the wife is not required. I would say that certainly she needs to be informed, she has that right to be informed, and she has that right to know that Haki had no one who had no one in Haki had no three and 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 three inshallah. Shukrana, definitely very good answer indeed, as usual. Well, then the next one, it says, uh, the difference between a talaq and a fasakh is a fasakh just a separation. Uh, can, you, can you just repeat that question, please? The person asks, uh, can uh, Malik just explain the difference between a talaq and a fasakh, or is a fasakh merely a separation? Okay. The difference is that the talaq is the domain of the husband. Only the husband can issue a talaq. A wife cannot issue a talaq, nor should she ask for one if it is not justified. Okay? In fact, one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that if a lady insists on a talaq and she doesn't have a reason for it, then she will not even smell the fragrance of Jannah. The fasakh, the fasakh nikah, or the fasakh as it is commonly known, is the domain of the lady where if she is in an abusive relationship or an abusive marriage, she has the right, and this does not only have mean physical abuse, there's many other forms of abuse. Or if her abuse is one justification, or if her marital rights, her spousal rights are being violated. For example, if the husband does not nafaka the wife, 
if the husband, for example, uh, fails to to satisfy the wife in the bedroom, um, if the husband, for example, does not uh, give the wife all her necessities, then she has the right to a fasqun nikah. If he willfully does that, of course. If he willfully says, "Ik wil jou niet, nafakar niet, ik wil jou geen ik wil jou kleren kopie," then of course she has the right to a fasq. That is the first uh, aspect when it comes to the differences. Another uh, difference is that with the talaq, the first two instances, the husband uh, the the husband has the right of what we call the ruju. He can make ruju of the wife. There can be reconciliation within the idda period. That is for talaq number one. Talaq number two, he can take her back. There does not have to be a new uh, marriage uh, marriage contract. There does not have it, what we call an agdun jadid. There doesn't have to be agdun jadid. However, after the third talaq, the bargain changed slightly way now. If the talaq has been issued, the wife has to undergo idda. Then she has to marry another person. The marriage has to be consummated, and that person must then give talaq of the wife. And only after that, and again, this cannot be arranged. It is one of the major sins to have this arranged. Um, that uh, you know, for front This is not allowed. This is haram. So after the husband is either the second husband now is either talaq or he has passed on, then she's allowed to go back to the third husband. I mean, after the first husband. Whereas with fasqun nikah, there is no reconciliation. Although the idda period is there, but there's no reconciliation. No ruju can be made. He cannot just simply take her back. They have to undergo a, a, a new what we call Agdun Jadid, a new nikah has to be has to take place with the same uh, trimmings, you know, the wakil has to be there, uh, the uh, the uh, shahidani, akilani, the two just witnesses must be there, the kabul must be there, the ijab must be there, and so forth and so on. Um, so, so yes, that is one of some of the differences between a fasakh and a, uh, and a talaq. A fasakh is not merely a separation to answer the last portion of the Quran, a fasakh is a legal annulment of the marriage. We as a separation, and often uh, I found, Molona, even in my practice uh, in terms of counseling, I often advise couples to live apart for a short while so that they can <coughs> see if they can live without each other. And believe me, Molona, more often than not, within a couple of days, within a couple of weeks, husband phones Molona, I can't eat or my wife says, Molona, I can't eat my mother, or my wife to come for counseling, or there's a problem, I can't Molona, but I can't Now, if they cannot live without each other, during separation, how they going to live without each other during fasakh or after talaq. And so no, a talaq or a fasakh is not a mere separation. Indeed, it is both of them are sharia, legal sharia injunctions and special procedures are required for them. Mm-hmm. Well, Lana, we have come to the end, uh, to the conclusion of our program now. It's uh, 5, 12.53. We do have a minute left. There's still several more questions, uh, but um, we cannot take it at this time. I'm so, so very sorry for those listeners. And shukran so much to, to Molina as well. Um, I will forward Molina the number of one of those persons who, who wants to um, keep up to date with Molina with uh, the questions and, 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 and the answers, etc. inshallah. So I'll forward that to Molina as well. Molina, shukran so much. May um, you have a yes, blessed Eid if I do not see you. I hope to see you inshallah. And may Allah grant you all the excellent, good, good health inshallah Allah for yourself you. and your wife and your family as well. May Allah bless yes. you inshallah. Is Molana on behalf of myself, my wife, and my family. We first of all want to say to my beloved parents that uh, we miss you, we love you, and we all will see you on Eid, inshallah. 
I also want to say to all my family who I may not see, or friends who I may not see on Eid, that yes, indeed, we may see you, we may not see you, but indeed you are in our hearts. Uh, you yourself, Molana, I want you to have a joyous and blessed Eid, inshallah, with your family. Enjoy the day, inshallah. And uh, to each and every Muslim out there, have a joyous Eid, inshallah, whenever it may be. And again, concluding with this, Molana, be ruh, be dam, nafdika ya aqsa. That with our souls and our blood, we will sacrifice for Aqsa. We will sacrifice and fight for the people of Gaza. And indeed, our sympathies are with the people of Gaza. We ask Allah to free them from the hands of these Zionists, of these evil Zionists. Allah must free them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must grant victory to the Muslims, inshallah, in that part of the world. And all over, wherever jihad is taking place, wherever they are, Muhammad, Mujahideen, fighting oppression, fighting turmoil, Allah must grant them victory, inshallah. On that note to all the listeners, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And yes, that concludes our program. Have a splendid and a blessed day, inshallah. Eid Mubarak to one and all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.